0: Welcome to the Think Rural Podcast, sponsored by the Texas Social Media Research Institute and the Rural Communication Institute at Tarleton State University. Here's today's Good episode. Afternoon. Uh, my name is Dr. Jennifer Edwards, and I am excited about this week. We are in Texas. The weather is gorgeous outside, and we are representing the Rural Communication Institute at Tarleton State University. I'm here with some amazing, outstanding uh, rural undergraduate fellows and rural graduate fellows here at Tarleton State. So, um, just to let you guys know, we are going to do this every single week and it will not take a long time. So, I want you to set your watch to make sure that at 2.30 every single week, you're here to hear more relevant, amazing, timely information about living in rural areas, thriving in rural areas and making a difference for rural um, people all over the the United States and beyond. So um, again, my name is Dr. Jennifer Edwards and um, I am interested in rural areas because I'm a fifth generation rural Texan. And next we have Anna.
1: Hi, my name is Anna Laurent, and I grew up in a small farming community in East Texas called Lynn Flat. And I am interested in rural areas, uh, particularly uh, livestock, agriculture, and
0: small businesses. And thank you, Anna. Now we have Robin.
2: Hi, uh, my name is Robin Hicks. Um, I am from a larger city. I'm from San Antonio, and um, I uh, why rural matters to me is because growing up um, in a big city, but going to school at a magnet program, I really got to understand um, the different aspects of how um, agriculture um, plays a big importance in our everyday lives.
0: Well, ag is is something that's intertwined in everything that we do. So no matter if you live in the city or in the rural area, you're going to have to eat and wear clothing. So it's very important. <laughs> Next we have Noli.
3: Hi there. My name is Noli Dunlap. I also grew up in quite a big town, but knew that my roots were deeply seated um, in the rural community around the Abilene area. So I always was intrigued and wanted to learn more about where my roots came from. So I, I absolutely love um, being a part of this and learning more about stuff that I have never learned about.
0: That's awesome, Noli. We're glad that you're here. And did I mention that this is um, her, her first meeting and also Robin's first meeting. So they are jumping in um, feet first with the Rural Communication Institute. So we're very excited that they're here and learning something new. And also, we have Caitlin.
1: Hi, my name is Caitlin West. I'm from a small town called Cisco. I basically grew up in the rural areas my whole life, and living in a big city now is just a little out of my comfort zone. But I like going back home and being able to just get all the fresh fruit and see all the freshness from the um, outdoors and not having to worry about the city life.
0: Well, you're mentioning fresh fruit and all I can think about like it's going to be peach season soon and then we'll have you know lots of plums and things of that nature so I'm just like you're transforming me to the summer already so thank you. <laughs> Next we have Shatara. Hi my name is Shatara Taylor. I am a
4: communication studies graduate student here at Tarleton State. Um, I'm from a larger town Dallas, Texas. um, being from a larger town has shown me that there are various resources and opportunities that rural residents deserve, but they don't get a chance to experience because oftentimes rural communities are overlooked. So that's why
0: I absolutely love this project that's awesome as you can hear like their passion um you can hear them and you can hear that their passion is is with rural areas so we're very excited that they're here and also we are doing rural with a social media twist with the rural Com- communication institute as well as the texas social media research institute um did i miss anyone just making sure <laughs> all right guys so um this is the week well two weeks after the amazing snowpocalypse in Texas. So if you do not mind, I'm asking you guys to think outside of the box, but seriously, what is one word to describe your experience and you get one sentence to say why you chose that word? And anyone can go.
1: I guess I'll go first again. Uh, I mean, I think the one word I would choose for me and my family would be teamwork. And that is because when our water was out, we had livestock. So we had to work together to bucket water and break ice for the livestock.
0: Wow. And that was Anna, right? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, uh, we appreciate everything that you do and, and you're able to provide us with the livestock and that area of agricultural experiences. So thank you.
3: I would say a word to describe our experience was, um, or maybe a feeling of humbleness. Um, we have two, uh, hot water generators within the house and we wanted to house a dinner for those who didn't have it from some of our friends when the hot water went out we um ended up going upstairs and doing all the dishes in the shower so that was a very interesting um of course we had water which was we were very thankful for but knowing that we could help out our friends but also you know took three hours to do all the dishes so um it was definitely something that was a new experience for us but we were able to humble ourselves in that
0: wow um, that's amazing and that was noli um she she really um took me back to you know two weeks ago when we were you know closed up in our homes and texans really had to think outside of the box <laughs> that week so thank you
2: i would have to agree with noli um i would say that my experience was very humbling um I live in a small studio apartment and my refrigerator went out on top of my electricity and my water. And so um, being a member of many different Facebook groups um, for Erath County residents, um, I saw a lot of people come together um, to help those in need um, on top of having um, family um, in the area who, was fortunate enough to not lose their electricity or water and that allowed me to come shower or have a hot meal and so yeah I would say that just seeing the town coming together um, to be able to help those in need was just very humbling.
0: Wow I never thought about the Facebook group piece but you know we use that for buy sell trade stuff but you know, using it for resources and connecting our communities and our neighborhoods is so important. So Robin, thank you for sharing that because wow, (laughs) just wow. And also I'll have to point out that Shatara pointed out something in the last meeting that we had um, about a Google doc. And I was able to see that Google doc and the really cool stuff that was happening on it. Can you tell us a little bit about it?
4: Absolutely, Um, there's a Google Doc that's specifically for um, rural residents and it gives you the ability to enter your contact information in ways that you currently need resources, whether it's electricity, water, food, help um, with, you know, restoring the essentials in your home, whether it's, you know, bathroom goods, toiletries, um, items for your children, or cleaning supplies because you know the pipes busted and um, homes flooded so it's a really kind of cool you can also put your information to where they can actually give you money directly whether it's through cash app Zelle, or paypal so that that's features it's been amazing and it just really shows how texans have stepped up to help other texans
0: you know, truly coming together with our small towns. And also, you know, that was in Denton, I believe at UNT, some students started that, right? Mm -hmm. Right. That is absolutely amazing. Did I miss anyone? Me.
1: (laughs) I would have to say adventurous. Um, Granted, I did not lose electricity or water it was adventurous because I've never driven in the snow and I was also pretty much activated for the military got the text like middle of the snowstorm said be prepared so I uh, had to go take that adventure on for a little bit
0: well and then like we that was the first time we talked about the driving piece I imagine that was quite different (laughs) driving on snow can you offer us any tips, Caitlin, just in case we we have this again or when we have snow again? Um uh,
1: I would say not to freak out. You just gotta stay calm and like just really focus on what you're doing and be rarely aware of your surroundings because I almost wrecked my
0: car. <gasps> oh no. <sighs> We're glad you're safe and that you're here now. Oh goodness. It's um, uh, I'll just admit I saw. Probably three or four 18 wheelers um, on the side of the of the highway flipped over. So it was it was a very treacherous, treacherous time in Texas. But thank you guys for being safe and playing it safe as well. And also, um, thank you for your service as well. So thank you. Um, so um is there anything else? I guess I didn't do mine. Um, hmm. I would say, Innovative. Um, Texans truly thought outside of the box. I saw people bathing their children in uh, what do you call those big cook pots, <laughs> you know, the steel cook pots that you would usually boil crawfish. Um, I saw Excuse cooks bathing pots. their children. <laughs> I saw folks um, even in uh, downtown Houston who would go to the pool of their apartment complex to get buckets of water so they could flush their toilets. Um, who, I mean, I It's so funny. And as a country person, I never thought that people in city, you know, environments would know that you could use water to flush the toilet because a lot of people don't know. And so, um, it's, it's just going to be interesting to see how we prepare as Texans for the next, um, emergency situation. So hopefully we're more prepared. Is there anything I should have, um, that we should have added, um, that we need to talk about this time in the podcast, anything you can think of that, you know, you wish you would would have said, guys, that we didn't talk about. All right, I'm here. way
4: to, oh, I have one. One way to check for um, resources for rural communities, even post two and a half weeks from the storm is a lot of um, news publications in Texas have um, lists and spreadsheets on their websites for residents all over the, the state, so.
0: You know what, good point. And then FEMA. Oh, by the way, we have a checklist, y'all. <laughs> so, um, Noli, can you tell us about that checklist as well and how they can get it?
3: So this checklist is available um, as a news, newsletter formatting. And um, if you guys go ahead and follow our Twitter and Facebook accounts, those um, resources are very readily available for y'all who are wanting to get more information on um, just some extra source for y'all. And yeah. Awesome. And how can they
0: find um, just, they would just type in Rural Communication Institute on Facebook and find the page? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. 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 And uh, we're on Twitter as well as at rule or sorry, at think rule com C O M M. And you guys can connect with us there, but same time, same place, write a comment down below to let us know that you watched and also let us know any topics you want us to talk about. So we're very excited and um, that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye y'all. Thank you so much. and I think, okay, we're not live anymore. Good. Yay. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Y'all. Okay. Let me stop recording too. Hold on one second.